Hello and welcome to the Life Coach Live podcast. I'm your host, Olivia Figueroa, awakening coach and manifestation expert. I'll help you live a life by design as I share all the tools I've gathered along my way to achieving massive success and abundance in all areas of my life. Thank you for joining and let's dive in. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Life Coach Live podcast. So on today's episode, I wanted to talk about purpose, feeling in alignment, especially with work and what we're doing day to day. And I know so many of us are at the stage right now of what do we do with our life or we are figuring it out or maybe we've started a business or a social media channel where we are just sharing what we're interested in. And that is originally how Life Coach Live started. It started as a motivational quote page. I was sharing about manifestation, law of attraction. I didn't even have my face on there. I didn't have my certification yet. And you don't even need a certification for so many things to get started. You could start a YouTube channel and get paid from ads. You could create user-generated content. It could be anything. If you want to share and teach something and focus more on a service rather than a product, start somewhere, start small. You don't have to go from A to B overnight. I think so many people are afraid of starting from zero or they're afraid to put their face out there, their name out there. They don't want their high school friends or college friends to see or their parents to criticize them. But you're never starting from zero. Even if you feel like you don't have a skill fully developed, you have life experience. And if we can at least start from talking from that point of view and sharing from actual experience, no one can tell you you're wrong. Like you're sharing what has helped you, right? And as long as you put a disclaimer in there, right? Like I'm not <laughs> um, a licensed therapist or psychologist or pro basketball player or, you know, Hollywood cosmetic artist, you can help the person you once were. And what I want to speak on specifically I made a live on this earlier today on Instagram, and if you don't already follow me, you can find me at lifecoachlive underscore. My TikTok is at lifecoachlive, just getting started on there, FYI. But so many people think that they have to go all in or nothing. Like I had this mindset for the longest time, and I would get frustrated any time my life wasn't fully looking like the vision in my head, but that's not how manifestation works. You can manifest smaller things a lot quicker, but sometimes if you have goals on your vision board or on your list that are like become a New York Times bestselling author or um, get in Forbes under 30 or become a certified yoga instructor or certified NLP therapist or whatever it might be. Certain things take time or I want to be fully self-employed making X amount per year. What are you going to write a book on 
if you have no experience, no stories to share, if you become an overnight success, it's like how motivating is that? How much can someone who is equally struggling or who was in your shoes, how can they relate to that? How can you share step-by-step on how to go from A to B? And so I want you to know this is something I struggled with for the longest time, that any time I was working on something that wasn't my own business, there would be a lot of resistance and a lot of frustration that would come up because I didn't realize yet that it's my beingness of who I am being in both of the jobs that is what makes it authentic to me. So you can do both. You can learn a lesson from both. You're probably waitressing or teaching something or learning from a shitty boss for a reason to better prepare you when you are your own CEO and have other employees. Or you're learning what not to do from bad experiences. You're growing from bad experiences. You're developing character You're observing what to do and what not to do. This works, that doesn't work. I will never treat someone like that. Or I want to have better structure when I have my first employee or maybe make a training video for a VA and spend instead of spending six months training every new hire. So there are different ways to go about it. And when you can start looking at things and reframing them in how is this helping me versus feeling like a victim to everything going on in your life? It can be so hard when we have a visionary type of mindset or such a future-oriented mindset where I just want it to happen now and forgetting that we have 80 plus years on this planet and if we got everything that we wanted right now, like what would the point of life be? And maybe you're saying, well, I could be a millionaire by now and enjoy all of the travel and vacations and things I want to be doing right now. But you're going to be so much more appreciative of them when your work pays off and when you can give back to others because you know what it was like to work 12 hours standing on your feet in the service industry or talking to angry customers all day, like you will be a better person and money just amplifies the kind of person you already are. So once you step into a position of greater wealth, there's also more responsibility, more risk, more responsibility. And being a better fit person for that role doesn't happen overnight. Usually you have to go through things, learning (laughs) experiences, opportunities that mold you into the person that you're trying to become. And if we want to talk energetics on this, a lot of times, this is something I heard listening to Myron on YouTube. I forget his last name. I apologize. I will link him in the show notes if you want to check out his page. But he's a very successful business consultant. 
I'm pretty sure it's like 40 or 50,000 for an hour with him. He helps other salespeople. And the biggest thing I notice when I talk to students about starting their own business is that they don't have a good relationship with sales to begin with. And I agree, it is a lot harder to sell yourself than sell a product. And most of the time it's because we've had a bad experience with sales or we don't like being sold to. So how are we going to like selling? Because there's an energetic block up. And so when we can come from a place of abundance and not scarcity and lack, or I'm actually trying to help you versus I just want your money. Like if we're coming from a place of truly serving someone else and being okay with or without the sale or knowing when your product or service won't actually benefit someone and closing the doors, like being in this energy and space of neutrality where you're not so desperate for a sale. That is huge because the more that we can come from a space of how can I serve versus what can I get, people are going to pick up on that energy and the right people will be brought to you regardless. The more that we practice this faith of one, connecting on a daily basis with our higher self, higher consciousness to get more inspired creative ideas, but also writing out a detailed plan or goal or sketch of who our ideal client is to begin with. The more detailed we can get on our manifestations, the easier it is for the universe to know what we want and then deliver to us. And so something almost every success, money, manifestation, law of attraction book I've read says is reviewing weekly or daily the goals that you want. And so there are multiple ways to do this. It doesn't mean that you have to be writing them out every day. That is amazing, but it's also having the feeling and emotion associated with what you want. So I have on my phone and computer um, vision board screensavers of what I want. I have a vision board, a physical one above my closet or in my closet so that every morning when I go to get dressed, I see this life that I want and what I'm working towards. I used to have it above my desk and just with apartment changes and rearranging, now that's where it is. (laughs) But putting our subconscious, our mind is so visual. So putting our manifestations in a form that is easily digestible to the mind is key. Because think about the emotion that a video or a picture evokes over just words. And it's a combination of all of these things. So visualization is key, but also feeling what it feels like to have what you want in the present moment and not putting it so far away from ourselves as so unattainable and also creating a ladder of believability. So if right now you're making 4K a month and your goal is to be making 
30K a month? What if we started with 10K a month? Like let's double our income first because a lot of times, not that making a million in a year is impossible, but a lot of times the reason why people quit (laughs) is because they're trying to bite off more than they can chew. And so if we can gradually increase our goals and have them be more realistic for our logical mind, it's going to make it a lot easier for us to step into the unknown and have it feel more attainable and familiar versus going zero to a hundred and not actually believing it. And if the belief isn't there, you're not going to be magnetic to that thing that you want. It's aligning our energy with the future manifestation. And so anytime you look at, if you live in LA, you know, the house is on the hill or even if you live in Scottsdale, right? Arizona, and you're driving through North Scottsdale or Paradise Valley or wherever, and you see these beautiful homes, it's like, okay, what are they doing that I'm not doing? How did they get there? And realizing that anything you see in life is an example of what you can have. What you desire desires you. And so it's more about stepping into the energy of that vibration because if you're living in a studio apartment in not such a great area making 3k a month or whatever it is and you're aiming for double or triple that lifestyle what current beliefs or stories are you telling yourself that are going to keep you there versus this is something that Myron talks about in a lot of his wealth conscious videos. Right after you set an intention, disruption usually follows. Another way to say that for the spiritual community is just because you set an intention or you're following your purpose or you're following what lights you up, it doesn't mean that every obstacle is going to be removed. It just means that it's going to make it easier to overcome those obstacles because you have such force and momentum behind you versus doing something you're not really passionate about. Those obstacles are going to seem like boulders rather than speed bumps. And so it's so important to make sure that even if we're working a part-time job or a full-time job that isn't 100% what we want to be doing, Let's make sure it isn't draining us and isn't toxic. And if it is, let's leave that and manifest a job that can support us and at least pay our bills, pay our rent, that feels more in alignment towards where we're going. Because if we're coming from a place of scarcity and lack, it's a lot harder to create in that environment rather than if you're in an abundance mindset, if you feel safe where you're living, if you're surrounded like by beauty and aesthetic and nature. So how can we in this present moment in a year from now manifest a slight upgrade that can help us get closer to our goals? And just on a day-to-day basis, how can we be the future version of ourselves now? So how does she treat her body? How does she talk to herself? What is she eating? Is she moving daily? Is she moving four times a week? What is she listening to and consuming? Because that plays such a big role. 
I do not like I barely watch TV now. And if I do, it's usually going to be like a Brene Brown documentary or something motivational or inspiring because I'm aware that everything you consume is basically sinking into your subconscious blueprint. So all the conditioning from society, from movies, from TV shows, like our subconscious is always, always absorbing and taking in what our environment is telling us. It's just the way that we survive because certain things have to become automatic. So we're not consciously thinking about everything we're doing, right? Like if we were always thinking about how to breathe or how to eat or how to drink, life would be so much more complicated. Certain things have to be automatic. And the things that we repeat over and over and over again are going to become automatic. So how can we look at our day-to-day because our days create our weeks, our weeks create our months, our months create our years, and our years create our life. So where does that start? It starts with our days. And how can we shift one, two, three things to better align with where we want to go? And a lot of times we'll set these huge goals and after a week of not being perfect, we'll quit because we feel bad about ourselves and we weren't hitting all of our goals versus what I like to do is create 21 day challenges and then extend them and edit and revise them after the 21 days. And I don't beat myself up if I don't Let's say I have five things that I want to do each day and I do three of them. It's better than doing none of them. And so after 21 days, I usually draw out like a calendar in my journal. You could also print out a calendar and then I'll create check boxes and try to start small. I would recommend one to five things that you're trying to do each day because otherwise just with the way life is, it's going to be unrealistic And so usually the first day, the first week you'll get, you know, most of it checked off. But as time goes on, if you're at least checking off one thing out of the five after 21 days, your life will significantly improve. And then if you extend that to another 21 days and then 60 days and then 90 days, eventually these habits will become automatic and they'll become a lifestyle for you. And It makes it a lot easier when we have good habits on automatic repeat or on autopilot rather than bad habits because we're not consciously trying or putting our attention to what needs to change. And that's how in a year from now, our life can look significantly different versus looking exactly the same. And it takes conscious effort at first, but after a while, you won't even notice it. Like I used to have such bad negative self-talk and I made it a goal of mine probably two years ago to pivot every thought that came into my mind that wasn't serving me. And it was freaking annoying at first, but I had saw it somewhere and I thought I'm going to give this a try. And now two years later, it didn't take that long to change, but probably give it a couple months. Now it's like, if I see or hear a negative thought, that is the outlier. Or I'll notice like, wow, you're being really negative right now, or you're having a really bad day versus that's how all of my days are, (laughs) or that's how all of my thoughts are, right? Like the bad ones start to stand out. And so I want you to know that 
if you're an entrepreneur or if you're someone who's just trying to figure out like, what is my life going to look like 10 years from now, five years from now, in a year from now, right? Like I want something to change, whether that's the quality of my relationships, the quality of the relationship to myself or with myself or the quality of my work. Those tend to be the biggest things for people. Know that it's okay to not be exactly where you want to be right now. If you, a lot of times there are stepping stones along the way. And so you are where you are meant to be right now. This is serving a purpose. You are going to be writing about this. You are going to be speaking about this. You're going to be inspiring people 10 years from now, right? To take the leap of faith or to just start because you did it and now you're here and living a life beyond your wildest dreams. And that's something that I work on in my one-on-one containers. You know, you can pick your length of time. I usually suggest three to four months to actually see results and have support along the way. But a lot of times it's having the reason I love mentorship and why I've invested in myself so much is because the reason we're not changing most of the time is because when you're in the problem, it's a lot hard to see it when we keep muddying the water versus someone else being able to mirror back to you exactly what you're doing and who can call you out on your shit and then give you tools to actually help facilitate change versus doing what you think you should be doing or repeating the same patterns over and over again. You know, I've invested in business coaches, life coaches, therapists, um, relationship coaches, all at different stages of my life, depending on what I needed help with. And for me, life coaching falls under a big umbrella. And the whole point is to niche down to what you are needing specific help with. And so a lot of my focus is manifestation and becoming an energetic match to what you want to attract in life. A lot of it has to do with healing your inner child because we've all been through trauma to some degree. And how can we let go of what was once actually protecting us, but now no longer serves us? And are we even aware of our blocks that are up, right? So there's a lot of benefits to, you know, even talking with your friends, like expressing and letting out whatever we are trying to suppress, whether that's through movement, whether that's through talk therapy or somatic work. I love breath work, meditation, cold plunging, saunas, just deep breathing, connecting to the moment, right? Like what is your medicine and what will help you calm down and pull back in the middle of the chaos? Because life can sometimes feel like One thing is happening after the next, or we're still not where we want to be and we beat ourselves up. But the whole point is to realize that without this part of our life, without this chapter, think of life as a book, right? You might be on chapter four and maybe there are 20 chapters, but each one serves a purpose. And if you just take a chapter out, you're not going to be who you were meant to be. 10 years from now. 
And even if it's shitty, we have to realize that that's when we grow. It's not when things are easy. It's not when things are going our way. It's when things are hard and we feel like we're being dragged through the mud (laughs) and we're not getting a break or not getting help. And that's when we need to connect with source, creator, universe, higher self, whoever, right? The most. Because if we always are solely relying on ourselves and the limited view we have of the world, it's going to make life a lot harder, you know, sticking with our logical brain, always trying to fix the 3D with the 3D rather than knowing that there is something much greater than us and that miracles, (laughs) people, experiences, random synchronicities can occur When you just ask for help, when you're like, look up at the sky one day and just say, what the fuck is going on? Can you help me? Like we all have free will. So unless we ask for help, our angel guides cannot intervene. The universe cannot intervene. So we have to, it's a balance, right? So a lot of people, I think, They forget the inspired action part. Yes, it's visualization. Yes, it's, you know, manifestation. But what exactly is that? It's a combination of thought, feeling, emotion, and action. And if you take any of those away, (laughs) it's like you're going to get an incomplete formula. And so in order to create a life that feels radically fulfilling and radically in alignment, You have to start with yourself because your outer reality is merely a reflection of your inner reality. So what is unhealed that needs your attention, that needs your love, right? That might need help, whether it's from a healer or a therapist or just incorporating movement like yoga is really good for releasing stored trauma in the body. Like what are tools that we can start utilizing now to help align with where we want to be. And so if you have any questions from this episode, please let me know. Um, I love when I get questions so I can answer them in future episodes, in future episodes or in a reel or a post, whatever. Um, once again, I'm on Instagram at lifecoachlive underscore. Please feel free to DM me. And if you liked this episode, please comment or leave a review or subscribe because it really helps the podcast grow. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day or night whenever you're listening to this and I'll see you all next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you like what you've heard, please rate and subscribe to help the podcast grow. I'll see you guys next time.